how's it going guys? Welcome to the XDR Gamecast. You're listening to episode three. Hey George. Hello Ollie. How you doing? I'm really good. How are you? Wonderful. Uh, so this is the XTR Gamecast, a podcast where my good friend George and I talk about video games, talk about the news and uh, give opinion, give yep. thoughts and help you procrastinate throughout the week. Yep. And annoy each other and laugh and bicker and all other manner of funny things. I'm not annoying. <laughs> You're a little bit annoying. I don't think I am. Oh, well, here we go again. I d- <laughs> <laughs> Aww, now I just feel bad about myself. Um, George, what have you been playing this week? <laughs> uh, so I hopped onto a game which is new to nobody, uh, except to me. I've only kind of touched it a few times. It's wait, wait, been... wait, it's Fortnite. No, it's not Fortnite. Okay. Uh, it's It's been on my Steam library for a long time. And I've jumped in and out of it a couple times. Mm. Um, but I saw the hype for it recently with a new update it had. I actually have no idea where you're going with this. It's, it's had a new update. You've done a video on it. Oh, I know what you're going to say. BeamNG. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that game came out in 2016. Yeah, it, it's definitely not new. Yeah. However, I've never played one. I've never played it with a controller. Mm. That changes the game completely. Oh, yeah. And uh, two, I've not played it with my new PC yet. And well, I have now, but until then I hadn't. So I thought it's had a new update. It's had this great new like uh, grid map version two released. Yes, I've played it, um, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, by the time you hear this, I probably will have my video up on it. Ollie already has his video up on the grid map. If you want to check out either of us checking it out, obviously you can go to our YouTube channels and do that. Um, but yeah, I thought it was really really awesome. Um, and what do fun. you like about the Minji Drive? Because it's quite open-ended, apart from if yeah. you do the scenarios. I like the open-endedness of it. Yeah, just um, mucking around. Yeah. Uh, I don't like how some of the physics are quite unrealistic. Like what? The handling. The hat you can slide out way too easily. Mm. <laughs> it does depend on the car. So I do admit that the way that you can modify the car's different like parameters and tune it yeah is quite good and it does it actually does have a real difference in how you set the car up or what cars got what like the aerodynamics etc and the damaging physics are really good like you can damage pretty much every single Literally individual component it's like yeah. everything comes apart it's brilliant. yeah if you've not played bmg drive and you're like george it's not really a game there are scenarios that you can play. But there is a bit, but, but there's no story. Yeah, you've got to be able to create your own fun with it a little bit. Yeah, so you just got if you want to just. It's a simulation game, is is what it is. It's, it's a destruction test game. Yeah, it's just like, can I destroy this car? Yeah, or can this car take this punishment? But there's some people who like use it to like they modify. I think that you have to do a mod to do this. Mm. Um, but it might be on the Steam Workshop, and you can like engine swap vehicles so you can put like oh yeah a truck engine into a mini mm-hmm. um or a mini engine into a truck or whatever and reduce you can make the tire size yeah, reduce something. the tire size put like a tractor gearbox into something put massive suspension on something you know you can you can kind of change it how you like yeah and people do destruction tests they do like can i pull i don't know this extremely heavy weight in sun gravity if i do this to a car oh yeah like you, you can change the gravity in the snow yeah like the map and stuff that you can change it to like moon gravity and like float away so yeah that's that is fun but um yeah it's just had an update um none of this is probably new to anyone what we're talking about so well the update <laughs> the update's fairly the update's new, new. so you're finding that yes so it's had a couple of new scenarios which are quite cool put in yes yeah, so uh, i've 
play i don't know if i've played all of them but i've checked you, out you've played a good few of them yeah um i've not checked out the scenarios yet i was going to do that as uh, part of my next recording session um but yeah. i've played the grid map and that was really good fun but you're liking it i do like it cool yes. anything else uh i've been playing my other standard things from the last couple of weeks again your so cookie clickers not my cookie clickers <laughs> uh no i i should inform everyone in the room that George has a cookie clicker obsession. I don't anymore. Yes, you do. I don't anymore. <laughs> Used to. Used to. I'm a recovering cookie clicker. Yes, I am. That, that, okay, that is the title of this podcast. <laughs> I'm Typing it in now. Yes, because like, I really enjoy coming up with a name for podcasts, and things like that are perfect. <laughs> uh, so we also... Um, well, I have also... Uh, jump back into power wash simulator which people are getting really confused about because i call it pressure wash simulator because in the uk a power washer is a pressure washer because you're using pressurized water i don't think it is in the uk it's it's definitely called a pressure washer i've never heard that how have you not heard about this it's a power wash (sighs) okay it can be either (laughs) but i definitely call it a pressure washer and people are getting really confused in my video titles and descriptions and like it's not uh, or when I'm like, I call it power wash simulation in the title because that's the title of the game. But in the video, I keep referring to it as a pressure wash simulator because <laughs> I just can't get it out of my head. Yeah. Um, but you, I believe, have jumped into this after our. No, before chats. we jump into me, is there any other games you've been playing? Oh, I just diverted it. Um, you can say no. I, I'm just trying I'm to think. I'm fine with that. Uh, I'm sure there is, but nothing new. Okay. Fine. Yes, I have been playing Power <laughs> Simulator. Uh, I think I said it in the last podcast, or certainly the first one, that I saw that a lot of people were playing it. I saw that George was playing it. And I saw it and I thought, that is an absolutely ridiculous game and I'm never wasting any time on it. Um, having said that, <laughs> I made one video where I was like, you know what, I'm just going to play it and complain the entire time. And, yeah, I did. and you did. And I did. <laughs> and it was quite therapeutic, actually. Um, but by the end... It I, started to dig its claws in I, a bit. I was enjoying it strangely. I actually... It, it was weird. I did the... So the first level is you cleaning your van. Yes. Yeah, uh, for those of you that don't know, it's literally what you think it is. It's a game where you use a pressure washer or a power, power washer <laughs> for, for the Georges in the audience to clean things and you get from 0 to 100% on the thing you're there to clean you can have different attachments soaps and things like that anyway so the first level is you clean the car or uh, van and I did that alright seemed pretty simple kind of therapeutic like you can see where the dirt line is and where you're cleaning that's fun and then it just lands you in a garden, which is absolutely filthy. And it took me probably, I don't know, 50 minutes to do this garden. There's yeah, like it, a shed. It takes a long time. There's a pond. There's fence posts. that like literally trellises. Is it trellises or trellis? Trellis, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a wall. There's a barbecue. Like there's so patio. You have to do the edging of the brickwork on the like freaking... Um, concrete like there's so much stuff basically the only things in that garden that were clean is the grass grass (laughs) and the building itself yeah and yeah it took me 50 minutes but it was kind of weird because it made me feel really motion sick and it really Really? this is the one thing i'll complain about this game is there's no field of view slider and i don't know whether it's the way i sit close or what i'm doing but i'm really sensitive to that in games and there's no um field of view slider so if there's any complaint i have about that game there's no field of view slider i wish it i could make it bigger Anyway, um, so I stopped playing 
Uh, I did finish it. I complained throughout the entire garden period. And then the next day I woke up and was like, I kind of want to do the next mission. <laughs> He's got you. It, it was weird. So I then made a video. I think it was the playground. I haven't actually watched that one yet. Yeah. So there was a, like a dinosaur slide and a huge play frame. And um, just so it's much bigger than the garden. And it took me equally as long. I think it took me like an hour and a half to do this playground thing. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it was fun and satisfying. It's not the most popular thing on the internet, but I'm kind of into it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, when you were doing the uh, trellis mm. in the garden and I was watching you do it, knowing that there was dirt on the other side and you were like, why is it not clean yet? And you were going down one side of it. Yeah. So you're like, it's got to be clean. It's got to be clean. And then you walk around the other side and it's filthy. <laughs> it's completely good. Um, in my just, defense, uh, I was going along the fence and it was cleaning because it was only on one side and then I came across this trellis which kind of went into the garden and I cleaned it and it looked clean I was like why are you not clean yet because every time you clean a small item or a section it'll go bing yeah and you get like a satisfying like well done that little ping is like addictive yeah yeah. I think that's what does it yeah and anyway I was cleaning this thing and as George said I <laughs> I was getting really frustrated because I was like why isn't it clean this is so frustrating and I was like oh the other side <laughs> and it was literally caked in mud so yeah i played that really enjoying it i did the mars rover yesterday yeah got a video on that coming soon saw you uploaded a video on that as well yeah that's i really enjoyed that that was quite fun yeah yeah okay i'm gonna level with you the mars rover was it bigger than you thought it was mm, no about the same okay i looked at that i was like what why am i so small <laughs> Well, it's, it's got a lot of kit on it and it's got to get over rocks and stuff. It's got to be pretty big. Yeah, because there's when you look at it, pictures on Mars, this rover, you you never see it next to a banana. Well, you say, yeah, you've got no point of reference. So in my head, it was like the Toy Story car. <laughs> maybe a l- You really thought it was going to be the size of a little remote control <laughs> maybe car. Maybe a little bit bigger. But anyway, you go into Power Simulator and it's literally like a moving table. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's probably about the size of it, like a desk or but yeah. But in my head, because there's no frame of reference, I just always assumed it was like dog-sized rather than <laughs> table size. Wow. Um, I mean, how small did you think the helicopter was? I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, so that was weird. Um, other games I've been playing, finally, since someone actually told me on my channel, since March Wow, this year. So a long time since I've uploaded a Planet Coaster video. Uh, which many people were um, annoyed at me for. Uh, finally got into Planet Coaster. I said in my last uh, little segment here that I kept trying to play Planet Coaster, but whenever I launched it, it would immediately crash. And every time I reinstalled it, the same problem. I did drivers, I did all the things. Anyway, yesterday... So, so you've worked it out. Yesterday, I was just like, I finished my Power Wash Simulator video. I'll try Planet Coaster. Just worked. It just worked, and it, you haven't worked just, out why. And I, and I do not. I tried a hundred times. I restarted the computer, everything, but for whatever reason, yesterday it just worked. So it's just permanently open now because I can't trust it. Have you actually got it open right now? <laughs> no. I was going to say, <laughs> but I did t- contemplate like, well, if I close it and it never opens again, I'm going to be really annoyed. So, so have you tried it again since? I have. I've recorded a couple more videos. Okay, and, and it's like, worked. It's fine. Yeah. Very good. So mystery unsolved. I'll never know why. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that that really winds me up that we don't know why. Yeah, yeah, I have no idea. I just clicked <laughs> it and it worked. Like nothing was. Was the there problem. like a little update nope. from Steam on it or something? No, nothing. Wow, it's probably not even on Steam. Is it? Was it? No, it's Epic? on Steam. Yeah, it's oh, on okay. Steam. 
Okay. No idea, George. Fair enough. It bugged me so much, but I was so happy that it worked. I was like, <laughs> okay, fine. And the other game, and this is going to be cool. The other game I've been playing. This is a bit of me time. Other, other games, I, all the games I play, I typically make videos on because otherwise I feel weird like yep. playing games and not recording. But this one, I can't really record anyway. But I've been playing the recent Tony Hawk on the Switch. Oh, nice. So they did a remaster of one and two as like a combo game. Really enjoyed it on the PC. Really good um, remake of one of the best games ever made, I would argue. And on the Switch, pretty good. Enjoying it. I mean, I, I remember as a kid playing the original Tony Hawk's games. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, were they addicting. Yeah, and like, they still are. Like, just earning the, like, cheats and stuff in the early, like, in the early games. Mm-hmm. Like, moon gravity mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And just being able to launch off a half pipe and Do- stay in the air for, like, ten minutes doing trick after trick after trick. Getting a huge combo bonus. Yeah. And then, la- and then like, or sometimes not landing it. After all that time, not being able to turn fast enough to land smoothly. Mm. And you lose all of that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, who actually, like, bails on moon gravity when you're moving at, like, two miles an hour? like me apparently yeah but no i i love those games when i was younger they were really good yeah but um i have a guilty pleasure with the game i don't actually play the game i really really like tony hawk's tutorial um it's actually his skate park i believe so he's got his own skate park and in the tutorial you can just play the skate park and i just kind of low-key load up in the tutorial level because i don't know if you can just load into it and i just skate for combos yeah I just you just you just go in the tutorial mode constantly yeah and just try and rank up good combos and try and perfect tricks and uh, fair play i just find it satisfying pulling off the big combos like you know reverting into a half pipe and then you know doing the grind around the thing and then flipping up and then you know so then seeing you get like hey two hundred thousand, <laughs> for example so yeah it's just fun i don't know i've just been enjoying it i don't play it for that long but it's definitely something i've been playing in the evenings and like in bed and stuff that's cool just a bit of tony hawk but yeah that's it i do um i do find since i've started putting more videos onto youtube it is harder to just sit back and enjoy a game for for the game itself mm-hmm. um i'm a bit nervous because you know how much of a fan of halo i am yeah Obviously, I want to do videos on it when it comes out. <laughs> I'm a little bit nervous. I'm not going to enjoy it as much as I normally would if I'm concentrating on recording while I'm doing it. Or, yeah. I'm still going to. Yeah. And I'm just going to try to be as natural as possible and just for, almost forget I'm recording. But then just instead of voicing it in my head, I'll just try and voice out my reactions out loud. Here's an idea. Why don't you just play through the game and then record a series playthrough afterwards i could do but then it wouldn't be my initial first reactions but are people watching for your first reactions or are they watching for you playing the game and just i don't know i'm not sure i don't know i'm just saying you could play through it and then like come back to it and then you already you skip the bits where you're like oh i don't know where to go or i don't know what i'm doing yeah that's true and also you get the benefit of enjoying the game without thinking about it but that's very true but then you got to play through it twice and i don't know how long it is so yeah, it could be quite. It could be like the longest Halo yet. I don't think it's going to be very long. I no? actually, I actually think it's going to be a short game because they've it's been delayed and delayed and delayed. And part of me is like, are they delaying it because they're trying to spread out? Like they haven't done very much. I don't know. Or maybe they've done loads and just want to do more. You never know. Mm. You're very hopeful, aren't you? I am. I I love Halo, and I just don't want it to be disappointing. <laughs> I don't. 
I, I hope for your sake that it's not disappointing. I'm sure it'd be enjoyable. I don't know if the story would be any good, though. That's fair. Um, I mean, the last one was pretty good, uh, Halo Guardians. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually remember getting that, and I got like, a little metal statue with like the limited edition one, and I like spent hours putting <laughs> this little metal statue together, and then it broke, and I was so so like gutted about it. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's like a Family Guy sketch right there. <laughs> Just you spending like an hour like, yes, it's done, break. Oh. Well, I didn't have any like little tools or tweezers or anything to do all the little fine bending of the tabs and stuff. So I did it all with my nails, and it like so hurt. you didn't do it properly. And it it hurt like hell. Mm-hmm. No, no, it didn't. It didn't break because of how I did it. It just I think I dropped it or something. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, like my nails were like bleeding after a while because I was bending <laughs> all these little metal tabs with my nails. Yeah, which yeah, it really hurt. But, but yeah, but then it broke, and then it broke. But yeah, I, I just. I don't know. Every single game so far has just been really good for me. Like, just a, a good continuation to the story. Mm-hmm. I don't know if everyone agrees with me. Like, some people might hate some of this series or I have whatever. no idea. My favorite one actually is Reach, Halo Reach, which is like the prequel to. All I of think it. a lot of people yeah. like Reach. Reach. It just had a different feel to it. I don't know. It felt. I don't know. Just more immersive, more in, more depth to it, because you knew what it led to, and you really wanted to find out what happened like to before to that, that to get yeah. to that point yeah. it like you like okay so i know that it ends up like with this ship out like coming out of hyperspace being followed by the covenant with cortana and the master chief on board and they land on a halo ring but where did that chase start from why are they after cortana etc etc mm-hmm. like and in learning all of that was just mind blown like it's really cool <laughs> i i think i had the thing with halo reach because it that was like that game came out when i was on the the edge of becoming a full-time youtuber and i think i definitely had the thing you're talking about where i played it and i was thinking about recording or like what should i do with it and i don't think i enjoyed it for that reason as much like i don't remember much of the story i remember a couple of missions i like the multiplayer um but yeah, I I think I didn't really get to enjoy it as much as as I wanted to. But yeah, hopefully you enjoy it. When's it coming out? I think it, I've actually got it written down somewhere, but I think it's coming out. Oh no, they haven't actually said. I think it's coming out in probably October, November. Yeah, that'd but, be really cool. Yeah, that's the games we've been playing. Should we uh, talk about some news? Yes, let's get into it. All right, I'll kick us off. Uh, so literally yesterday... Um, by the way, I should say, if you've made it this far, definitely drop a review on the podcast if you're enjoying it. We're a new podcast and it goes above and beyond to support the show. And we really appreciate it. And if you really want to help us out that little bit more, and I'm going to pause here for dramatic effect. Patreon. If you really want to support us, we do have a Patreon for the XTR cast in general. So for those of you that don't know, we have the XTR Gamecast, which is what you're listening to. And the XTR tech cast. Yep. But if you want an extra cast, yes, the rambling cast is an exclusive for the patrons. So if you're listening to this, it's because you're not a Patreon and uh, you have to listen to us ramble about how wonderful our Patreon is. Yeah. Um, that, that's your punishment for getting That for is free. your punishment <laughs> for getting a free podcast. All jokes aside, um, if you enjoy the show and you want to help us out and support us, um, search XTR cast on patreon support us uh like i said you get an extra podcast and some other benefits and we really appreciate it but if you are a patreon user you've just joined us again 
Hello. You Hello. Just, you just missed out some rambling where we talked about the XDR cast. Congratulations. You get ad free. Hey. I, I don't want to clap because I'll hit the mic. Ad free. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I forgot to say that all this stuff at the beginning of the show. But what I really want to say is we're now doing this show every Thursday. Uh, you changed the schedule and I'm not quite sure. It's so only I'll go with what you so say. So here's the deal. So I did the artworks weeks before we started recording. Yep. And the artwork for the game cast said Thursday. So we do Thursday and the tech cast is obviously its own thing. And the rambling cast, I believe, is on a Saturday. Yeah. We didn't have an artwork for that. So it doesn't matter. Yep. But we wanted to space it out. Anyway, that's all preamble. Sorry it took so long to do all that, George. Um, news. News. Uh, so, happened yesterday, the Steam handheld um, got announced. Yes. It's a Switch-like, although Ish. the yeah, handles don't come... Like, the controllers don't come off, so yeah, it's like it's, its, it's quite a lot bulkier, I think. Oh, yeah, it's much bigger. More, uh, way more powerful. There's been a bit of a running thing on Kickstarters and... You know the indie go gos and these kind of uh, self-funded projects of these small handheld PCs for this exact thing, which is a gaming PC which is handheld. But it turns out to have a gaming PC, it needs to be quite bulky because there's heat and yes. battery, and everyone wants a big screen. But I'll run down the specs. So for three forty-nine pounds, I'm not entirely sure the price in the US. And 64 gigabytes of... No, yeah, you get 64 gigabytes of memory. That's the base model. And then for 459, you get 256. And then for 569, you get 512 gigabytes. It's running an AMD Zen 2. It's got two joysticks, uh, just like the Switch. Also has two touchpads, though. Uh, So if you need a keyboard, if you need, like, a mouse, um, sometimes a joystick isn't the best, but an actual, like, touch panel for like um touch interfacing if you like like a mouse it's kind of cool so it's got two of those two joysticks it's got a seven inch touch screen which is 1280 by 800 so it's not quite um 16 by 9 so a little bit more than that but it's kind of weird uh i at first i was really disappointed because they actually hid the resolution quite deep into the website it said it was a seven inch screen i was like okay i want to know the resolution of that because a lot of these devices come out of their 1440p or they're trying to be 4k i know uh, people wanted the switch pro which never came out to be 4k or whatever but this is quite low resolution and at first i was really mad about that i was like well this is stupid i don't think you're going to notice it too much on such a small screen yeah though. it's only seven inches and it probably saves a lot of battery power yeah that's going to be huge, especially when you're running that much level of power through such a small device. Yeah. So there's that, and also has to work less to actually get to that point, which is cool. It's a 400 nit brightness screen, which is fairly high. It's not the brightest, but it's only 60 hertz. Again, I don't think you're going to notice it that much. This isn't going to be for the the hardcore gamer. No. You're not. You're not going to be using this for your hardcore gaming. If you're going to do that, you're going to be at your main PC with your amazing monitor and everything else this is going to be like oh i've been playing that game but i fancy i'm going away on holiday i fancy you know popping that along with me and just carrying on with the game you're not going to be doing this like competing hardcore in you know the new battlefield or something you'll be doing some ca- you'll be doing casual gaming with it yeah that's the thing it's got two to eight hours of battery life so a good gaming session okay 
So like, I don't typically play games for more than two hours anyway. Yep. Uh, so that's fine. The only thing you can't do is like play for a couple hours, put it away, and then play it again. You can't. Basically, it's always going to be attached to a battery pack or yep. like plugged in, which is a bit annoying. I would like eight to sixteen hours of battery life, but maybe that's really unreasonable. I don't know. I think for the size of it and the amount of power it's having to run, it's not bad. It's about six hundred grams in weight, which is quite a lot. And if you added more battery, that's going to be it's forty. I think I read it as 40 milliamps. Okay. Uh, 40 watt hours battery. 40 watt hours makes more sense. Yeah, 40 milliamps is yeah, not yeah, much. Yeah, <laughs> Got my units wrong there. But yeah, so a big, big laptop would be 90. So it's quite a lot, but the screen's a lot smaller and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's but interesting. I think it's worth mentioning as well on the size, uh, the memory size. Um, so obviously the base one starts at 64 gig, then 256, then 512. It's barely anything. It's barely anything. However... There is expandable memory through SD cards, and you can put any game you want transferred as a as the file just off your PC onto an SD card, plug it straight into the SD card slot on the uh, handheld, and you can just play it off the SD card. Hmm. So that is that going to be fast enough though? Uh, well, it depends. There is um, solid state storage, I believe, on the last the like top two yeah. of them, yeah, yeah. and the bottom tier has a I think a standard hard drive. I che- think cheaper cheaper storage yeah i'm not sure it's a hard drive or just a cheaper ssd but uh the top two have like a higher spec, spec. ssd mm-hmm. so that might help um however other than the ssd the actual internal specs are the same so the power the like the graphics card the processor the ram everything's the same um it's just the ssds i think are different yeah but yeah, I, I did read that you should be able to just put a game onto an SS, uh, SD card and plug it in. I just I just don't know if this is for me. I, I saw it and I was like, oh, this is really cool. But I sat back and I thought, like, I'm not going to be happy playing these games. Yeah. I'm not going to be happy playing these games. No. Like, I would be playing... I'd be trying to play Planet Coaster, which I can't do. Power Simulator isn't going to be as... Like, I'm just trying to think of, like, where that would fit in and... I'm not going to play Call of Duty or Battlefield. So what like what what would I play on this thing? That is the dilemma. Like, um, I don't know what this, games This is this fit. is what I was thinking. This isn't going to be for someone like who's really demanding the best specs like of your screen. Yeah. Cuz you're going to be the playing like like okay, I'll use the Switch as an example. The Switch works because of the type of game you're playing. Well, the Nintendo yeah. titles are Yeah. They're very Game Boy. Yeah, they they are lightweight in nature. Yes. So like Mario, quite easy to play on a handheld device. Mario Kart, Zelda. Zelda is maybe not so much. It's not that demanding. No. But something like Battlefield or Forza or something like that. Jedi Fallen Order. They put Control and Jedi Fallen Order. I'd be really interested to hear what quality you can, like how far you can push this thing. Because on the actual website it had control which is a game um that is quite demanding honestly on the advertisement so it's like this is the sort of game you'd be playing they're very much showing showing AAA games they're not showing hearthstone or you know these very easy to run games they're showing like AAA games so i need to know if if they can play those games at the 60 hertz i'd be interested and I do think as well it's worth mentioning that you can plug in external controllers. Mm. Uh, it's got USB-C interface. So if you want to just plug in like an Xbox One. Does it have like a um, 
Like I'm a not, kickstand or something? I didn't read that, possibly. Oh, no. I'm sure there'll be cases that come out for it. Yeah, but um, do you really want to stick another... Exactly. Is it already bulky? Well, you do it with your phones. Phones are designed to be sleek and you add a bulky case to protect it. Not so me. Maybe. I run it naked. Ah, oh, so risky. No. Um, That's how they were designed. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I don't, wouldn't mind having a case on it because mm. it's going to be make it easier probably to carry around if it's got a little handle on it. You can keep maybe keep your accessories in it, etc. But yeah, you should be able to plug in external controllers and stuff to make playing certain games easier. This sounds really bad, but I think I'm just spoiled with hardware. Yeah. Like, I... In fairness, I have to have a PC that can both record gaming or live stream and run games with enough headroom. Um, so I have a good PC and I just like and I'm used to playing games at 140 frames a second. Anything less than that, I do genuinely notice. And I'm not saying I would complain. I just notice it. And it's like, I don't know if I I just don't know if the handheld is for me. So throwing it out there is like a hypothetical mm. if you don't have a gaming pc or uh, laptop mm. do you think this is like a good slightly cheaper well, alternative it does have a dock optional that you have to pay for so it has like a nintendo switch like dock so you could plug it into a tv potentially okay or, or like maybe a, monitor. Or a monitor yeah so as lot we haven't seen the problem is we've seen the specs but we haven't seen what that translates into so if they you know the digital foundries or like the people that review this stuff will come out and say yeah it's locked 60 skyrim is locked 60 like that is that would be kind of cool but if it's less than that if it's like 30 and the screen tears i don't know if your 4.59 is better spent buying a playstation where the games are crafted yeah. for that platform so that that's that's the way up i think you let's say you're spending 570 pounds for yeah. the top spec which only gets you 500 gigabytes yeah would you be better off saving that money putting it aside getting a playstation saving or an xbox up, or saving up a bit more than that and buying an entry-level gaming pc where you can get a terabyte or more mm. of storage easy and you got or a gaming laptop or a gaming laptop and you've got a computer alongside it it's not just a gaming machine you obviously have a computer yeah so it is weighing up the pros and cons of whether it's worth the money if you don't already have a gaming machine. Also, you're paying for it to be portable. Yeah. And <laughs> the problem is no one's going anywhere right now. <laughs> At the moment, no. Yeah. I mean, obviously in the future that will change, but like, I can't see me whacking this out on a plane because it, I just, it's not going to, for one thing, it's only going to last three hours if you're running a AAA game. Yeah. I don't also, know. how loud is it? Like, yeah. there's going to be internal cooling fans. It's yeah. got to be because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's going to hundred percent generate it's a lot definitely of heat. Fans. It'd be like the internal. Yeah. I don't think it'd be too loud, but then if it's not that loud, it can't be generating that much heat, which means it's not that powerful. Yeah, so there's a bit of a toss up. I, it depends if the like the fans they're using if they are pretty loud, but I can imagine it's going to kick in those fans quite a lot when you're running a high end game. You start running um, Tomb Raider or whatever. Um, whatever it's called Last of the Tomb Raider I think it is uh, which is a pretty high end game I, I imagine it's gonna kick out a lot of heat uh, playing that yeah, yeah um, I don't know would you pick one up George is this something that interests no, you no not me personally I don't think I'm enough of a gamer mm. uh, with enough spare money <laughs> to, yeah. to justify it and I don't go anywhere enough yeah. like if I'm 
not gaming i'm like doing something chill, else. chilling out at home if i'm out somewhere like i'm normally the one that drives so i wouldn't use it like in the car or something yeah um i don't really fly anywhere i don't go on long journeys on like buses or coaches and when i go somewhere i'm doing whatever i've gone there to do um and i'm not like like a kid who can get away with like if you go visit your family you get away with, okay we've said hello to your about auntie in bed? and uncle you're in bed you want to play a game i i when i'm in bed i enjoy reading a book mm. watching a bit of youtube playing a couple of you know cookie clickers yeah <laughs> uh, that kind of thing um i don't i don't game normally yeah. not not like at least not properly excessively anyway uh in in bed if, i just the thing that i've got is i don't see what games you would play on this yeah um and to me it just feels like steam going screw the switch like i don't really see this as like a huge th- i think these will sell out oh yeah and they'll be really hard to get hold of because people like the idea of a gaming pc that's handheld but i think the reality is i think most people won't put the hours into the the hardware i think people will probably spend maybe three hours a week if that and it just won't oh yeah they'll they'll like they'll realize actually when am i going to use this yeah uh i've got my gaming pc right there or my playstation right or there. My playstation or the switch yeah because i don't think you need anything above a switch when it comes to handheld a switch is kind of like the limit on what you would use a handheld I wish for. It, I wish the screen was brighter and I wish the screen I might we talked about the OLED version last week the OLED the only problem I have with the Switch was the screen and they've updated the screen so it's tempting but this I don't know man yeah I'm not convinced yeah I, I think it's a good idea but I don't know how successful it's going to be or if there's a market for it it will no I'm 100% this will sell out and it will be impossible to buy but I just don't think it will be... I don't think... Like, it doesn't really fit a... Mar- like, I can't see the market. It- I think I think you're right. I think it'll sell out. But I think once people have bought it and they've got over the, uh, like, fact that it's new and shiny, mm. they won't probably will end up in a cupboard, never touched again. <laughs> and in a few years' time, it'll be like, oh, my God, look, it's my... Uh, my Steam handheld like 20 years later like I wonder how much this is worth as a classic gaming device <laughs> like I don't think it's gonna be a long I hope thing. I'm wrong and I hope that you know I'm like oh actually that does like like I said if it does run the games really well then oh okay that's kind of interesting I think, I think the dock changes things because if you mm. if you could uh, let's that's say extra, go though. to a gaming convention you gotta pay extra yeah you just pay extra but it depends how much extra mm. and if it allows you because I don't know if the standard one allows you to plug in a mouse and keyboard because I I hate thinking that these they put obviously a lot of time and effort and money into these controllers on the side mm. they don't I don't see how that's going to work with a lot of PC games <laughs> because I mean the, the Nintendo Switch has obviously has controllers on the side yeah but the games are designed specifically it's the to touch use pads. they've yeah. got the little touch thumb thing I don't think that'll work no I don't think that's going to be it's sensitive like a laptop or like intuitive enough laptop touchpad i know but that i don't think having it only accessible <laughs> to like the thumbs or something is gonna it's gonna do it <laughs> okay granddad <laughs> it'd be I'd, fine i don't think it'll work no. i think if you can plug a keyboard and mouse into it and play it like on a monitor mm-hmm. and just use it like i'll take it with me put it in my dock and then have it on the screen in front of me that it, could work that could work but and then maybe like every now and then if you need to play it as it is intended as a handheld maybe is what I'm saying just a maybe yeah. I just think it's it's laptop money 
without having the rest of the laptop functions. I just think the compromise in performance is too much for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I don't like I want to play games more than 60 hertz now. That's just the way it is. See, that doesn't bother me too much. Yeah. But then I'm not a hardcore gamer. Yeah. I yeah. Anyway, so that's that. Let me know if you've got any comments uh on that. Tweet me, message me. Um yeah, I want to hear some feedback on that other than from myself and George because that's kind of interesting but I know a lot of people like I watched a couple of videos and people were very positive about it but I just don't see it yeah I, I hope it's successful and I hope the people who do buy it get a lot of use out of it but yeah I can't see it either yeah moving on to other news uh, this is uh, one for me Battlefield 2042 uh, optional crossplay for console users is confirmed which is really cool uh, it's online only so I think I talked about this last week but Battlefield 2042 is going to use bots AI bots in the multiplayer in a big way in the sense that it will fill up the lobby so you're not playing you know 5v10 yeah. you know, it, it will fill up with a load of bots and you'll have a kind of like a battlefield like experience until people fill up the server uh, there's also for new players which I think is really cool a solo mode where you can be the only player in that lobby and just practice essentially just play against bots and kind of get used to using the vehicles get used to playing the game without you know someone who's really good at the game just squashing on you all game long and you can like you know get used to it and I actually enjoy playing against bots things like the Tony Hawk Pro Skate tutorial sometimes it's kind of therapeutic to kind of switch off and play against it's, absolute, it's, it's old school yeah yeah, before just play against potatoes before it was good. easy to do multiplayer like do you remember how hard it was back in the day to do multiplayer yeah it just didn't happen like sometimes you had to like bring an entire another console along mm-hmm. connect them via ethernet and that was the only way to do split screen on one <laughs> and you couldn't yeah you couldn't do it over the internet and no. even if it was it was dial up yeah. and it was horrible yeah so yeah the, the fact that now I, I do like that the fact that you don't have to like go into a multiplayer lobby and be judged while you're new mm. you can just go into a lobby like learn say, the game a little learn bit. the game and then when you're ready learn the maps as learn well. the maps when you're ready hop into online see how you fare mm. the flip side to that is i don't know if i do want to play with like real people i don't want to have that intermix with bots i understand the benefit that it makes the games more even mm. But if I just suddenly get killed by a bot, or if I kill a... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the if, shame. The shame. Or if, alternatively, <laughs> I kill a bot, but it was a close-run thing, I'm like, yes, I killed someone. No, it's it's a bot. Mm. And like, and then I look back at my stats for the whole game, and the only things I've killed the whole game are bots and not real people. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, okay, so I suck. But what if the bots are good and it's like common knowledge that the bots are actually fairly decent and you like it's no different if, than if pl- decent, it's no different yeah. than playing Halo and killing the bots that just don't look like you if you if that if that makes sense yeah like, yeah, yeah um like you're still playing a game at that's the end true of the day. Yeah, yeah 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 that is true I just hope they're not really stupid I think they'll I be, the AI okay. is good I think they'll be pretty decent um, I know they've been working on a long time so, something that is a good thing in my eyes is the fact that this means that if you migrate to another gaming device so let's say you start playing on xbox mm-hmm. and then you suddenly want to play it on pc or either way from ps5 to pc uh you don't need your save data it's all it's all cross-migrated oh yeah i was gonna say um, so that was the other part of the story was yeah 
the progression is cross-platform. Yeah. So you can play on the PC one evening, level up a new gun, and then kick back on the PlayStation, for example, in the living room. Exactly. And sort of carry on. This is one thing I think that was seriously missing from something like GTA. Oh, massively. It's the one of my biggest bugbears with GTA. Is that yeah. You, you still got to buy the game a second time. You still got to buy the second game, game a second time. This is closer. So I've got three account well i had th- three uh gaming platforms i played gta on mm-hmm. i started off on xbox yeah uh 360 i think it was mm-hmm. then i went to ps4 mm-hmm. and i was able to migrate my 360 character to the ps4 then i've gone to pc mm-hmm. and i can't migrate that character again yeah. it only lets you do it once which yeah. i think is completely stupid yeah because um, <laughs> you got to buy shortcuts. Yeah, you, you've got to level up again. It takes a long time to level up in GTA if you're not doing it every single day. Yeah. Um, I think I'm only like level 50 still or something, which mm-hmm. is ridiculous. Considering uh, there's people like level 500 or whatever. Um, so yeah, the fact that you can now in Battlefield, you n- if you decide you want to swap what you're playing it on and you don't lose anything, that's really good in my eyes. Mm. That's a big plus. The other thing though, with the single player thing, which I'm excited for, is despite it being single player and it kind of comes into the steam handheld is you still have to be online which i find really annoying because the whole one of the benefits they pitched was oh if you live in an area which doesn't have full lobbies or maybe has bad internet you can play multiplayer with bots and not rely on um you know being online um or enough people being online so i thought common sense hey, if I'm the only one playing on this server or playing on this level, why do I have to be online? But it's online only. So you still have to be connected to online even if you're playing on your own, which I think is kind of dumb. It is a little bit dumb. However, I do think the effects of things like lag will be obviously completely reduced because you're not relying on other people's connections Yeah. Um, in respect to yours. So the only connection that's in that lobby is yours. So if you lag... In theory, the whole lobby lags, and you don't notice it. I don't know how. I don't know if the bots are server based. I would hope not. I would hope that. <laughs> I hope that if you got the bad internet, like jerking away. You are. You're in control of that server. You're the only one on the internet on that server. So it should own. If something affects you, it affects the whole server, evens itself out, and you end up not noticing anything. I I'm so excited because it's going to be perfect for making thumbnails and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I need to make a thumbnail of this map and go to this point. In previous Battlefield games, if I wanted to do that, I'd have to kind of negotiate the randomness of playing an online match and people shooting at me. But if it's just bots, I could probably get away with, you know, getting into the plane first or getting into the thing first or getting to that place that I want to get a thumbnail for. Yep. And just doing that. And I can reload it if the map, you know, and I don't have to mess around with other people. That's a very specific niche thing. Do you reckon the the AI only mode? Yeah, you'll be able to customize the settings for the AI. Like you can say, I I want my AI to focus on vehicles, so that it, they, they run to the vehicles AI, get in the vehicles as fast as you can. Mm. Do I want them to I don't, ignore I don't vehicles? Think so. Do I, I want them to do specific tactics? I think if you're setting up a lobby, your own lobby, single player, I think you might be able to set them to maybe different difficulties. I don't think when you're in like a multiplayer match, you'll be able to do anything with them. They'll just be their own, yeah, bot player thing. But are you excited for Battlefield at all? Like I now, am actually, now yeah. now that I know a bit more about it, yeah, and I've seen the trailer and I've heard you talking about you, it, you I can, am a bit. You more can excited. do a bit of practice on your like have a go in the plane and yeah, before you probably rinse me. Yeah, 
So it'll be fun. And then I rinse you on Halo. So, so then we're good. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm very excited for Battlefield, uh, if it wasn't already obvious. Uh, next up, Grand Theft Auto creator Dan Hauser forms a new company called Absurd Ventures in Games. Yes. And for a while, I read this article and this the type, the name of his new business confused me. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, his name is, the business name is Absurd Ventures, which makes sense. Yeah. And I was like, and it's, the businesses to do with in gaming like mm. it's it's a business in games uh but it's no the the whole title is absurd ventures in games yeah which just, it doesn't seem to flow right for me no. i know this isn't the biggest issue right it, now but no. there's <laughs> just it's something i noticed i assume uh that you know rockstar is so large now and uh gt online is so large that a look because a lot of the uh original people from rockstar have moved on to other things so i'm guessing this is just them moving to the next thing while take two interactive are like do more online because it makes so much money do more shark cards yeah do a do a megalodon shark card times <laughs> two or something so i don't know if like the tops of the company were just like yeah i'm bored of creating online for gta i don't want to do this for the next five years i'm gonna go do my own thing i don't know but it'd be interesting to see what someone like dan comes up with because you know created grand theft auto originally so be interesting to see the next creation from him i suppose yeah it's going to be interesting a lot a lot of people were also considering that it may not be a game development business because no one actually really knows properly what this yeah business is no be. it hasn't really been said so it could be a new studio um and it could be creating new games and better, that's what i would assume which would be really good because if you've got the mind of someone who can come up and create with something like rockstar mm but without any of the kind of holdbacks of like microtransactions and things like that, and he just wants to make a pure experience, that'd be really good. Mm. However, it might not be that. It could be an investment company and he's investing in games or gaming manuf- like manufacturers, etc. That's what some people are speculating. Um, I don't know where it stands. If you look up any news articles on this, there is barely any information. Mm. So at the moment, we don't know much. Um, but yeah, just all there really is is speculation about what this business is really going to be. Yeah, I I feel like this is a bait. Yeah? This is a bait. This is because, okay, let's just pretend I'm Dan Hauser, right? I'm looking, I'm top of Rockstar. I've got loads of pedigree. Um, and I also see PlayStation and Xbox playing the Netflix game of just buying every, or playing the Disney game of buying everything to just own your own content. I feel like Dan Hauser is a smart man and is forming his own game studio, which in three years' time will get bought by Microsoft. And That's, then Microsoft yeah. can be like, or Xbox, I should say, will be like, look, we got Dan Hauser, the guy who made Grand Theft Auto. Look how great that is. We're making yeah, new games. It's exclusive to Xbox. Yeah. Because um, that is what, like, Sony are doing it, uh, Xbox are doing it, like, they bought Bethesda, like, biggest media deals ever. Uh, it's just insane. So I think this is just Jan Hauser going, i got to get me some of that. Yeah. Like, so you, you don't reckon he's going to quit Rockstar? He's going to... No, he's, he's, he's left. Side. He's left. He's already left. Okay, I didn't know that. Um, all that we know of. Because he could be keeping his little toes in the water there. He might be someone on the board. I don't yeah. know the specifics. And then a few years down the line, he sells this new business. And then he's like, oh, hey, Rockstar. I've done that. Sold that. Can I come back now? Yeah. Potentially. Potentially. Or moving on to something else. Yeah. I, I would assume he's just baiting for a buy. Potentially. I mean, the man's probably 
multi, pro- multi, multi. Probably doing yeah. very well for himself. So, but at the same time, you know, if you can get Microsoft to buy your new company, why not? Why not? So, that that's just my hunch. Again, if you guys have any thoughts, get them in the comment section. And this one, I'm gonna hand over to you, George, because you seem to know a lot about it. Even though I read it first, uh, GTA Online has got a new DLC update coming July twentieth. So maybe soon. By the time we listen to this, don't know the yeah. dates. But we, uh, it's the, it's not the twentieth now. So we don't, <laughs> we haven't played it yet. Um, but yeah, it's called Los Santos Tuners. Yes. So this is something that in real life I'm actually really heavily into. So you've got a few things in GTA at the moment which you can already modify vehicles. So you've got Los Santos Customs. And you've got Benny's, um, but they're all quite uh, generic, I would say. Benny's is a bit of um, it's a very American style of tuning. Uh, you've got low riders and stuff like that. And then Los Santos Customs is a bit of a, you know, just chuck anything at anything. I don't know if uh, Americans would appreciate that stereotype. Well, there is a lot of low rider culture in America. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. It's a form of modifying cars, mm-hmm. which is what Benny's does. Yeah. Um, however, this seems to be more focused on the Japanese. I really want to interrupt. Sorry. Oh, gone. Sorry, 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 sorry. I know I interrupt all the time, and I'm a horrible person. I know. I'm sorry, but I now I'm just annoyed because every live stream, people are like, "Oh, I need to go to Benny's." Oh no, you need to go to the street tuners. Like, oh yeah. no, you need to, like leave me alone. If yeah, if you want to do this upgrade, you need to go to this particular shop. Just. Which, to be fair, in real life makes sense. All in one place. Certain garages will specialise in certain things. It's a video game. But anyway, so yeah, this this new garage is going to be called, um, I believe it's LS Car Meet is the garage name. Um, Cypress something, Cypress Springs or something like that is a location inside of the map where it's going to be located. Don't quote me on that name. I think it's Cypress something. And you're going to be able to go there and you're going to be able to modify your cars in a different unique way than you already are to more of what is a Japanese style of modifying and tuning it's and Cypress aesthetic. Flats so. Cypress Flats there we go and that's the kind of style that America and Europe have adopted so a lot of Japanese cars come over things like your, your Mazda MX-5s or Miatas as they're called in America your Civics um, your uh, GTRs Skylines Supras all of these kind of things um, Sylvia's they're all very much a tuner's type of car. And that's now coming into GTA, which I'm really excited about because I've got a Civic myself. I've got a Type R. I love tuning it. I love modifying it. And to be able to potentially do the same thing inside a GTA, maybe recreate my own car, is really cool. I just really hope that it's good customization. <laughs> Me too. If, if they're going to bring out an update entirely based on modifying and tuning, it better be good. Yeah, it better I, be good. I, I feel like we've been here before and it's like, oh, you can have the engine with a little cover or a big cover or you can have a wheel with the spikes and the big spikes. Yes. So I don't I don't I hope it's not just a carbon copy of Los Santos Customs. Mm. Um and it's basically the same menu with a couple of different things. Because at the moment in, in Los Santos Customs, you can basically max out the acceleration of a car pretty easily, just whack a turbo on it and you're done yeah. and it's basically max acceleration nothing else you do to the car makes any difference um, apart from a little bit to the brakes a little bit to the suspension I'm hoping for a full on like I want to be able to adjust the camber of my suspension <laughs> you're, you're the ratios of the gears I'm just going to say it like, now I'm gonna, I know I know I, I'm going to be disappointed you're going to be disappointed this is not yeah. maybe I'm wrong but I 
I just feel like this is going to be a Benny's 2.0. Yeah, I I think you might be right. There is a few interesting features though. So the first is that you're actually going to be able to have car meets. So you're actually going to have to be able to get people together, show off what they've made, um, wander around them in a really like I think probably a non-violent way. So they can have like violence turned off and shooting turned off uh, potentially. The races because there's going to be new race seasons and types coming out. I believe most of those are going to be non-contact. So it's literally just you and the car. No ramming or spinning people off deliberately. You either can drive or you can't. You can either tune your car well or you can't. Um, pay to win. Yeah, maybe it's going to be pay to win. Hopefully not. Uh, but the really interesting the thing is, is, like, it has to be pay to win. Well, yeah, you're going to have to earn your shark card money somehow. Mm. Uh, it's probably going to cost a lot. There was like this extra option for I think it was fifty, sixty thousand uh, GTA dollars where you can become like an exclusive member, um, and there are some features with that. Like I think you can tune your car live in like this in the mod shop. So it's essentially as if like you've got a big window by the garage and people are watching you tune the car That's live, cool. yeah, uh, like which is like a pretty interesting feature. That's cool. um, not not just like I'm not talking about streaming live streaming it on YouTube. Oh, or anything. Yeah, I know this will be directly within GTA, which is a pretty cool feature. Um, people can see me switch a car from yeah. blue to orange three times and go, mm, <laughs> I'm not sure o- don't watch Ollie modify cars it's painful <laughs> this is going to be painful for everyone from, yeah uh, from the 20th I'm, I'm, if, as long as the customization options are really good I'm excited because one of my favourite cars is being introduced it obviously won't be called what it is in real life no it never is never is obviously trademarks etc however there's the- a tra- test track as well there is a test track. I did not uh, mention that, but yes, there is. Sorry. Um, so you can, yeah, you can go out and test the things you've done to the car. And um, the S2000, the Honda S2000 is coming into the game, which is really exciting because the Honda S2000 in real life is a fantastic car. I almost bought that car. Yeah. Yeah, I think you want to get the MX-5 instead, mm-hmm. um, which is basically like the little brother mm-hmm. of the S2000. And yeah, the S2000 is a brilliant car. It's got a very similar engine and setup to my current car, uh, the Civic except being the S2000's rear-wheel drive instead of front-wheel drive. Uh, it's got a load of other really legendary cars, uh, like the Nissan Silvia is coming in. Um, I don't know if it's like the S19 or something like that, but it's one of those. Uh, it's got uh, what looks like a little bit of a mashup between a M, uh, Mercedes, like M3 or something, and with the front end of a little bit looks like a Mercedes, AMG. Um, I've only seen a few screenshots of it, but it does look pretty cool. And there's loads of other cars as well coming, which it look awesome. It says here there will be 17 new cars over the course of the summer. So 10 will be dropping on the 20th, and there'll be seven more throughout the rest of the summer, which is pretty interesting. Yeah. I do like new cars, but at the same time... How much are they going to be? <laughs> How many shark cars am I going to have to buy? Yeah. There's this rep. Do you know anything about rep? Is there's a... In the well, underground it, world... It could, be, it could be rep as in uh, what you earn to level up. Or it could be rep entirely based around your reputation within the car club community. I'm not quite sure which one it's going to be. Mm. Um, I'm kind of hoping it's rep as in leveling up your main character with rep because I'm quite low level still and I'd help speed things up. Yeah. But I'm, I'm a little bit nervous. I'm not going to be able to... I'm going to have to hop on GTA Online and level up because <laughs> I'm nervous I'm not going to have everything unlocked. And I'm oh, like, I really want that spoiler. Yeah, yeah, I really yeah. want that splitter. I really want that engine upgrade. Whatever. And I can't get it because I'm not high enough level. It says here, plus, when GTA Online launches on PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X slash S later this year, 
which will be cool. I'll be checking that out. Uh, select vehicles will be upgradable with all new speed improvements. Ah, so you might be able to upgrade the top speed. And that, okay, that for me is a massive thing that I've always assumed to be the case. So in GTA Online and GTA, there is a car speed limit. Yeah. And I've always said it's because on the consoles or the 360, the game had to restrict how fast you could go because if you went any faster, you couldn't load the game in. Yeah. Like the pop-in and stuff. So GTA Online's always had this really weird thing where you could upgrade your car and it would only upgrade the acceleration. It wouldn't change the top speed. It kind of makes sense in real life because your gearbox has a limit it can go to. Mm. So the top of sixth gear, you're at the maximum revs you can go but to. But if you change the engine? The engine won't make a difference. To top speed? Gearbox. You need to change your gearbox or the size of your wheels. Surely the engine size... The engine, the engine provides the power... But you need to change the gearbox ratios. Yeah, but okay, you need both. But you can change yeah. the top speed with an engine change. No. You'll change how fast it accelerates. But if it's got the same gearing, yeah, but, it won't go any faster. But if you change the engine and then you facilitated that engine with the correct gearbox. Yes, that will help. Because you'll you'll get to that top speed faster because of a new engine. But it won't help the top speed. Like, let's say you put a gearbox in it that's capable of achieving 200 miles an hour. But you put a really crappy powered engine in it yeah it might only reach 160 because it hasn't got the power to push past that yeah but equally if, but you've if you got put an engine, in a but if you put in a good engine exactly you'll reach a 200 right but if you've got an engine uh, sorry a gearbox capable of um sorry an engine capable of 200 miles an hour but a gearbox that can only rev up to 160 then you're only going to get to 160 yeah. but a, a good engine does in some in part contribute to a top speed it can contribute yeah. uh, let, let's take my car for an example i've upgraded otherwise a... why do people bother with like any well big in, in the real world you're never going to get to 200 miles an hour unless you're on a really really long straight on a track for example on yeah. a runway yeah so my car for example it has a top speed of about 150 155 miles an hour i've done a lot to my car to improve the power of it and I could probably get to that top speed faster and easier now because of that. But I wouldn't go any faster than that because I would reach my rev limit because of the gearbox ratios. And I, I would still get to that point and stop. If I wanted to go faster than that, I would have to change the ratios of the gears in my gearbox, which would slow down my acceleration because they're, bi they're a higher ratio. But if you had a terrible engine, you'd have to change your engine. If you had a terrible engine, yes. Yeah, that's my point. Or at least whack a massive turbo on. Yeah. But in GTA Online, you've got engine one, engine two, engine three, engine four. Which is... You can't change your yeah. gearbox. I don't... You can, no, you can't change your gearbox because no, there's no gears. So there's only the engine. So in the game, you would assume... I'm top, hoping they put in speed. gearboxes or something. Yeah, I don't think they will. But what they're saying is they'll allow you to go faster speed, but only on the next generation of consoles. And that is, I assume, because of the whole performance thing. And I think we're going to stop seeing updates on the previous consoles. Um, these special upgrades will be... I'm just seeing. Because it doesn't... Does it actually say if this is exclusive to the new generation? Or is it... Uh, I didn't see anything. Let me just read it again. Human-based missions and races. Introduces Kami. A gigantic shared social space. Yeah, it doesn't say exclusive. Um, but it does say that the top speed thing is coming to the new consoles 
and the upgraded version of GTA. But it, why isn't GTA free to play yet? Like GTA Online? I have no idea. I'm hoping that it becomes like that when... Like why? They, whenever GTA 6 comes out, whenever that is, I'm hoping that it changes it. I feel like GTA... One of the top comments when I was watching the trailer for this update was like, this game won't die. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this game's been around for so long. Um, it's going to be crazy. I'm, I'm kind of sad they're doing all this for GTA 5. And they're not just saving it for GTA 6. Because what are they going to come up with that's new for GTA 6? Well, because they can sell you this and then sell you GTA 6. Like, they don't need yeah, to. Yeah, I know that. I know that it's money, money speaks. They're going to get you yeah. to spend money in this and then they'll bring out a new game. We have to, you, you then have no cars. Yeah. You're level zero. <laughs> yeah, and you got to do it all again. Yeah. So, it'd be, but this time with better graphics. It will physics. be interesting what they do with GTA Online because they've always pitched it as like. It's not GTA 5 online, it's GTA online. Yeah. So so are they going to keep GTA 5 as a map and then just you'll have another map which is a GTA 6 map alongside it? I, th- I don't know what they're going to do because they're going to have to title it in some way. They should just, like, GTA online should be free to play. Anyone... GTA online 2. Yeah, but they can't, no, that's stupid. Exactly, exactly. So they, I think they'll just have to rip off the band-aid at some point, make it free to play and have its own map own thing and i think they will do that at some point when the ps4 and the xbox one dies away and the next gen or the current generation becomes the prominent thing the problem is no one's got a ps5 and xbox (laughs) series x at the moment so i am excited for it i i'm also nervous for it george because money i know well yeah that as well but i just hate customizing cars on stream because everyone yells at me <laughs> either if i paint it blue everyone says you should have painted it red enough paint it red everyone yells at me to paint it blue i'm i'm not the best with the aesthetics like i don't know what color schemes to make <laughs> things which look good i'm quite simple with what i like almost to a point where it's a little bit childish mm. uh so i don't know all the subtleties like that make a car look good yeah but i know how to tune one in terms of performance yeah so just everything to max yeah. it's fine <laughs> I it, feel like that's all it's going to be. It depends. Uh, if it's going to be some kind of like a Forza or Gran Turismo style tuning menu where you can literally adjust everything even down to the tyre pressures. I'm shaking my head so much. It's not right going to happen. But if we get some degree of that, even if it's nowhere near as in-depth, <laughs> it'd be quite nice. <laughs> it's going to be Benny's 2.0 is what it's going to be with yeah. a social space. They have, the, they have the opportunity to make something really kind of quite special with it, but I don't think they will. No. I'd be interested to see... I reading this news post from rockstar the thing i'm actually excited about is hearing more about the next generation version of gta um it says stay tuned for more details and these special upgrades will only be available what that means for the pc version um, well i'm, I'm hoping that no the pc idea. version remains the most up to date it doesn't with say consoles. that on this article george it says these special upgrades will be available only only on PlayStation 5 and Xbox. Hmm, interesting. So it makes me feel so like... So am I going to have to go back and make another character? I on feel the like there's going to be a GTA 5 PC DLC, which is $25, which is the next-gen upgrade. Oh, I hope not. I can just... They'd print money. I know. <laughs> oh, Rockstar, you're so good, but you're so bad. That That is actually a huge thing. And I'd be really curious actually to see and compare the difference between the playstation 5 version and the pc version that would be interesting because they make out as if this 
uh, next generation console version is like on a new engine or a refined engine and the PC version is just on the old engine are they going to give a free I, don't, I feel like they're not going to give a free upgrade to people on the PC so I feel like this is going to be like oh you want the nice version it's $35 thank you <laughs> I don't know what they call it though what do they like GT Online next gen maybe GT Online remastered <laughs> oh god <laughs> to be fair they could do a GTA 5 remaster it's been out that yeah, long yeah they, they could to be fair they've released how many versions they've... I mean all they need to do is hop onto like the Steam Workshop or whatever the GTA mod websites grab a graphics package and <laughs> apply it I mean, there you go simples tweak a couple of the numbers just to make it look like they've done it themselves yeah exactly yeah oh my God. it would take five minutes they come out this 360 PlayStation 4 I'm just going through the generations uh, then there was the first person view update remember yeah. when that game was no first person yep I remember that that's crazy I can't actually believe the game wasn't first person at some point well that's when we realised how slow the cars were going because mm. you actually could see a speedo Mm. and you could see that oh, they only went up like 120 mm. which, and he had like a Bugatti Chiron or whatever only going 120 which is just yeah. ridiculous crazy but it's interesting to know that at some point they will allow you to go faster or like speed up yeah but you have to play on the next generation I, I would actually go back into it if I can increase the top speed now yeah I just, I'm surprised they don't I know why you can't I know we keep talking about this but I know you can't play on the PlayStation 4 with the new speeds but like that's surely so many people that play on that version yeah you'd bring so many players back if you release it for more yeah maybe it's just that the ps4 is not capable of running it's not the render I, speeds. I, I think it's so old now yeah it came out so long ago but yeah it's just crazy to me that they're going to kind of cut off that generation so quickly in the life cycle and like i say not enough people have the next generation of consoles and if they're not doing those upgrades on the pc which is probably where most people play this game um savage yep but i'll look forward to making exclusive videos because no one has a playstation 5 <laughs> <laughs> so stay tuned people and uh hopefully it's on pc and then i'll be able to do it <laughs> But the really annoying thing, like you mentioned earlier, no crossplay. So I haven't. I've got like half yeah. of my Criminal Empire on the PlayStation account, and my other half of the Empire on the PC account. Like I have a yacht on both, but I don't have a bunker on both. Yep. So now you're gonna have to go and buy everything on both. Ah, I spent so much money. Leave me alone, Rockstar. They're like a punch bag. They just keep taking money. <laughs> If they just made the prices for things lower and made money easier to do, no, easier to get, no, nope. yeah, I know they're not going to because they make so much money, but I think people would come back and they would have more players if they reduce things like that. Yeah. The last thing I'll say is I just can't believe GTA Online isn't a separate free to play thing right now. Like I know Red Dead Redemption Two did. Um, you could buy the online portion only for like seven pounds or something. Yep just make it free to play it's so simple yeah fortnite is free to play but look how much money they make yeah exactly unbelievable at least put it on like the games pass or something it might be it, it might, might, it be, might be, be on the games pass but it's irrelevant it should be free to play anyway um they should give me a refund for buying the game into the first place. <laughs> all that money you spent on shark cards oh. is you bought the game like five six times i wish the, yeah and that's the other thing all that money i spent on the 360 version is worthless now yeah because i don't i don't even i have a 360 I, i'm plugged in in like three years I, I don't actually microtransactions to me i actually don't mind too much 
there's a limit to what they should be. Like, there is no justification to spend the cost of the game again to earn in-game currency. <laughs> yeah, but you get a secret underground base. I know, but it should be... I wouldn't mind it so much if I had to spend, like, tops of, like, a fiver, maybe yeah. 10 quid. Mm. And I got the Megalodon Shark Car for 10 quid and, like, the 100 for a fiver and then three two ninety nine for the other one. I would probably be buying way more of them if they were that cheap. Mm. But the fact that they're, like, 30, 40 quid for some of these shark cards... And that's nearly the cost of the game again. It's, it's, it's more than the game is to sell. Like, yeah, to buy now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, where are they justified? Like to buy to buy one in car <laughs> game with that money. <laughs> it's it's literally. Cr- and the worst part is when they come out with the next generation version, it'll happen again. No, you just won't get that stuff anymore. No, no, because you can't cross it over. Yeah, yeah. And this is the thing. This is why I was so happy with the Battlefield 2042 like cross progression thing. Because at least when I buy a freaking battlefield coin pack it's going to be relevant on every platform i play on yeah but not for this nope there are so many little tweaks that rockstar could make to that game to make it pretty much perfect i feel like they just need to stop and start again with gta 6 i mean i'm pretty sure that's coming but we just don't know when Uh, not to start a massive conversation about gta 6 but i pretty sure they said 2025 release i bet that doesn't happen no i bet they don't stick to it i have on my twitter i've said october um this year or next year next year and i think that's going to be a trailer yeah you reckon trailer that soon Mm -hmm. i reckon we won't see a trailer until 2024 bollocks and i don't reckon it'll come out to 2026 stop it i i'm just being realistic stop it Oh, I'd be wrong. It could, it could, the whole game could come out next year, and it's all been misleading. Do you reckon GTA Six gets released in the sixth of June? <laughs> Maybe. So it'd be six six six. That'd be poetic. Yeah. So interesting. But yeah, that's it. That's all the news. Um, again, guys, if you've enjoyed the podcast, uh, we do this every Thursday. Make sure you subscribed on your podcast platform yes. of choice. If you want to catch the Ramblecast, uh, make sure you go over to Patreon. Have a look. Um, if you've enjoyed this one you'll love the ramble yes we ramble about not just games cinema much everything everything and um, yeah if you really want to help us out Patreon or just review the podcast I love reading the reviews it's it's really personal actually because the thing is about the difference between leaving a review and leaving a comment is you can only leave one review so you, yeah. have, to, you have to think about it Whereas a comment, you could just, like on YouTube, you can just leave a comment and then leave another comment and another comment. But this, you only get to leave one review. So I actually haven't had a chance to look at all the reviews yet. I'll have to have a look at them it soon. Is, it is quite nice. It takes a while for them to come through because people say, yeah, I left a review and then it doesn't show up for a few days. But um, yeah, I love it. So keep doing it. Oh, Anything um, else, George? I think that's everything. All right, cool. See you next Thursday. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Bye.